Hi everyone, welcome back to Bookaholics Anonymous. This is Alicia and this is a very different intro than what we usually do. We pre-recorded this about a month and a half ago with our friend Kayla before we went on our break and we had some sound issues which you will hear in this episode but I think I've mitigated most of them but I just wanted to pop in here and explain why this episode sounds like it was recorded in the past because it was. I hope you enjoy. It's personally one of my favorite ones that we've done so far. Yay! Hello, friends. Hello. How's it going? We have a special guest with us for our last episode before a little summer break because Alicia and I are both traveling a lot this summer and we needed to condense it into the three weeks that we give ourselves. (laughs) So here we are. And I also wanted to get out of reading a book right before my break. So here we have a great guest back with us for the second time. Second time, yes, second time, because we haven't even done one year of this. (laughs) The second time, (laughs) Miss Kayla. Woo! Hi! Hi, Hi, ladies! Hi, guys! Oh, it's so good to be back. It's very exciting. It's good. I missed you guys. I know. It's been too long. It's a whole no- different year mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since we recorded. Mm-hmm. This is- right? Last time we recorded in person. This time we're recording virtually. Yeah. Yes. Halloween so. was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Alicia. And I'm Francesca. I'm Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kayla's like our... Um, adopted child she's just i'm just happy to be here she's like the olivia rodrigo to taylor oh my gosh okay alicia what do you what do you think of the her new album i love it francesca listened to it too Ah! so all three of us are you kidding have experienced this album i have no shame admitting that i'm 24 and i think it's so good 100 such a good good Mm -hmm. debut Mm -hmm. holy shit Mm -hmm. Mm. what's everyone's favorite mine is happier uh, I love Good For You. I really mm. do. I was listening to Traitor and Favorite Crime just on a loop. Mm-hmm. Right? But yeah, Traitor hits different. Yeah. So it's a good one. Makes sense. <sighs> just so good. I also love Brutal. That's a good oh. one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just the, like, pop punk vibes, the Paramore vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Those, those songs give me. I it love it. It just fuels me. It makes me so the, happy. The teenage angst. It's all about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. How's it going, Kayla? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's going okay. Life is life. I've had a cold for the past like week and a half. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear it. That's why, like, like I said earlier, I slept all day today. That's all I do on my days off right now. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. I know. Then you can't even use it to do anything you want to do. I know exactly, but like I'm mostly better, just still congested. But that's it. That's it. That's it. That's a bummer. I know um, a lot of people are dealing with allergies mm-hmm. currently. It's so mm-hmm. bad. So because I thought Me? I thought it was allergies at first, but then I'm like, no, this is too Ugh. bad. Yeah. Dang. 
My mom came upstairs yesterday and was like, well, my allergy season is over, so that means we can open the windows again. And I was like, thanks. And as hers is ending, mine's like starting. I could not sleep last night because I could not breathe. Oh, no. And I'm, I feel like I'm dying, but. Yikes. That's like every day, so. Anyway, Kayla, what are you drinking? Yeah. I have my red wine here. My favorite. What kind of red wine? It is my favorite wine. It is uh, Line 39 Cabernet. Ooh. Can't say I've ever heard of it, but sounds good. It's good. It's a cheap wine, but it's it gets the job done. That's exactly the point. Yes. What are you drinking, Alicia? I'm drinking a Jack and Coke. The staple. The staple. Nice. I'm still upstate, so I'm still using my parents' liquor. So. Yes. <laughs> That's what we do. I was going to say, taking a page... from the people that can afford it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, taking a page out of Francesca's book. Yes! Right? I love that that's what you think, though, when you do that. Mm-hmm. Not for long. Why? Because you're hopefully moving. Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I spent my entire afternoon looking at apartments, but... <laughs> but why? But why, when I live with Yeah, what are you drinking, Francesca? I'm also drinking red wine, Kayla. Ah! I am drinking the Coppola Cabernet as well. Oh, another cab. Another cab. I love cab. Like, I could probably name you four. Okay, name me four right now. (laughs) Okay, one last stop. Better together. Um,. Tara Mathi's new book mm-hmm. and then Nicola Yoon's new book and The Chosen and the Beautiful that came out on the first just like so many mm-hmm. I'm excited to read Morgan Matson's new book I have it on my shelf Ooh, what's it called uh, Take Me Home Tonight mm. mm-hmm. yeah 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 I think that might be on my Goodreads list because of you yeah she's one of my favorite contemporary YA people ugh I don't, I have been having such a hard time with contemporary, which really makes me sad, because a good temp- contemporary, it really hits. Mm-hmm. But I've not had much luck lately. I've just hit solid, like, three-star contempts. Then read Morgan Matson. She's great. I should. I just, like, have to be in the mood, you know? Right. Yeah. I feel that. Speaking of, speaking of YA contemporary. Oh, boy. That's what I'm talking about today. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> look at her. She, I'm so proud. She's really working on her transitions. There a good go. segue. Good segue. And it's an oldie, uh, but eh, I call it a goodie, I think. Um, it, I read it when I was 17, when it came out. This, uh. this is a reread for me. Um, and it came out in 2014, back in like the OG... Oh, the golden years. The golden years. Oh, dystopian? Oh, God. No, but it's not dystopian. It's It's a contempt. It's a contempt. Oh, I wasn't listening. But. (laughs) (laughs) But this. Sorry, I was reading something. But this author has written dystopian, too. So. I'm scared. Today, (laughs) we're going to be talking about Panic by Lauren Oliver. I've read Lauren Oliver books. But have you read Panic? I've not read that one. You haven't read this one. I thought you might, but yeah. I know you haven't. No, I read... Yeah, I read Delirium. (laughs) I know you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, what does that mean? I read Delirium, and I did not like it at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I saw, I always saw, like, the cover of that book, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting, but, like, never actually picked it up. And given that my taste in covers has changed, I can tell you right now, I hate people on the cover. Well, so do I. Yeah, but you can't, you can't see her face, though. I, yeah. That's kind of like, That's what makes it, right, that's what like, makes it interesting. This is old school cover right here. That is yeah, old school that cover. That is very early, uh, mid-2000s. For sure. Yes, oh my just gosh. the bottle, do not judge me. Yeah. But I was kind of motivated to reread this again because it is now a series on Amazon Prime. No way. Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I was going to start watching that too. Thank God I haven't. Right? So there you go. I'll tell you all about the book. Great. And then I can watch the show and be like, that's wrong. That's wrong. Because <laughs> Kayla said so. Exactly. I haven't watched it yet, so I'm excited. Dang. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's dive on in. Okay. So, Panic by Lauren Oliver takes place in a small, poor town of 12,000 people in upstate New York. This town is... Oh my gosh, is it my town? Uh, Holy shit. The town's called <laughs> Carp, like the fish. Yeah, not it. Not it. I don't know. I, I was going to look if it's a real town, so if someone wants to do that, I don't know. I'll it's do like, that. But is it also, uh, is it upstate or is it real upstate? I don't. Know. I think it's just regular upstate. Is it small? I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it doesn't look like Carp, New York, is a place. So. Okay, so there you go. It's it's made up. But Maybe it's based on another town that's like called a fish, but like possibly. yeah, yeah, is like it? sturgeon yeah. or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since there's like nothing to do in this town, it's really boring and everybody is miserable there. Uh, they. Someone, no one really knows how it started, but someone decided to um, create the game Panic, um, and it's been going on for seven years now, and no one knows who started it. It occurs every summer. Only graduating seniors of the one and only high school in the town can compete. Um, It takes place the summer after they graduate, and whoever wins the game gets the grand prize of about $50,000. Uh, this year it is the highest amount ever, which is $67,000. Where are they getting this yeah. money? <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm going to, wait, I'm going to tell you. So it, oh, okay. the money is collected by every single student in the high school. They donate a dollar every day of the school year. How do they That's have the money nuts. to do this? Yep. Well, and like, this is like no joke. Like if someone decides not to donate, like they get encouraged to, like they get beat up, their cars destroyed, stuff like that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, jokes on you. I rode the bus off four years ago. You try to take out my minivan, it will probably explode. So. Well, there you go. Hold on. Let me take a sip of water. Wait. Okay. So. Okay. I guess that makes sense. I'm just doing the math for like my high school. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like going with it. I'm suspending my disbelief. That's got to be a small school then. It is because yeah. I'm doing the math for my school. It is. And for for reference, my school had like 800 kids in it. Yeah. Um, like nine through 12. Mm-hmm. And if every kid donated a dollar every day of school, I assume there's like 200 days of school just for like round numbers. Yeah. yeah. It's like $160,000. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mine would be close to 250. My, yeah. my graduating class was 114 kids. So it's not. I, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I, th- I think they said in the book that their graduating class was like 107 or something like that. So mm. she probably had to do the math to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I knew someone that graduated with like 25 kids. Could you? That would be such a small pot. It wouldn't oh, even be fucking worth it. My cousin graduated with 30. So hell no. Yeah, same. Ooh, tell me we're about gonna it. be cutting that part out. Oof. That's crazy. Um, okay, so panic consists mm-hmm. of a series of dangerous tests uh, throughout the summer, about six or seven ish, um, and all they always start. Um, and this is like a tradition. Panic always starts in the beginning of the summer by uh, jumping off this high rock cliff into a lake uh, and to announce your participation. So you go up there, you say your name, and you jump, and that's how you're entered into the game. Wow, I already have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, do you, is it, like, mandatory participation? No, 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 no. Okay, because I was like, you would not catch my ass <laughs> doing any sort of camaraderie shit with any of the people I graduated with. Right. Uh, goodbye. I probably would have done it. Also, I love how it's the summer after they graduate, so, like, 99.9% of them are going to be adults. Yep. So, like, whoever started this shit can't, like, get time added on if someone dies and is a minor. Oh, I forgot. Well, I forgot to tell you, three people in the seven years have died playing Panic. Oh. Oh, that's um, kind of important, Kayla. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. So just, oops, slipped out of my mind. Slipped out of my mind. And, like, uh, three people dead. (laughs) Yeah, well, and and other, like, other stuff has happened, which I'm gonna get to. Um, But... Yeah, so you that's how you announce your participation. It's not mandatory, but once you're in, you're in. You can't back out. Um, Damn. Oh, my God. It's like um, the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I uh, love that. Um, the final test is always something called the joust for the final two players. At the end of the summer, each player has a car, and they drive into each other on a single-lane road as fast as they can, and the first place person to swerve loses. Oh, oh no. Yeah, absolutely That sounds not. like driving on the LIE. I would win that <laughs> shit so fast. <laughs> yeah. That's literally just, like... Intense. But yeah, there's a one way by my house that people drive up the wrong way all the time. Oh, no, oh, they don't no. give a fuck. So, OK, <laughs> I've done that before. Yikes. Not driving up the wrong way. I mean, doing like the joust thing where oh, yeah. you're like waiting for the person to swerve. Yeah, I follow driving <laughs> laws. People is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. okay so the logistics of how like the judging works in panic is there's always two judges every summer they're always anonymous and they're chosen by the previous judges of the past year uh they change each summer and nobody ever knows who they are it's very very top secret of who these judges are there is one announcer or host for the summer um present at each of the challenges they're not anonymous they're just there to announce what the the challenges are uh, well, I mean, they can't be anonymous if they're the well, I host. Know, I know, exactly, but I'm just saying it. That's, I'm just, saying, <laughs> just clarifying. Just clarifying. Uh, this year, it's a senior named Diggin. That's his name. Love it. Oof. Yeah. His parents must not like him. I know, exactly. So now we're going to our main players. So the book has two main characters. It's uh, told in third person, but it alternates between these two POVs. Uh, the first one is Heather. She, um, the book opens with her. It opens with her, um, jump, um, climbing up the rocks to jump into the lake, uh, and announce that she's competing. Uh, Heather lives a pretty awful life. Uh, she has a 
um, a mother who's a deadbeat, who's like an alcoholic and a drug addict, and she lives in a trailer park with her mom, her stepfather, and her younger sister, Lily. Um, she's kind of like the main caretaker of Lily since her mom is just like not with it. And their father um, committed suicide when the girls were really young and the moms haven't been the same. Eek. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of trauma to unpack. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's tough. Um, but uh, Heather also has two best friends, basically like her only friends, uh, Natalie and Bishop. She was um, originally supposed to just support Natalie in playing Panic. She was the only one of their friends that was going to play. Um, but earlier that day, uh, Heather was dumped by her boyfriend, Matt. Uh, and she thought... She, yeah, she, It's always a Matt. It is. Honestly, it is. And it, it like hit hard because my first boyfriend was named Matt and he dumped me over text. So that was... Oh, no! Was, oh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> That was right. It's always a J name or a Matt. Let's be real. Right? It, it really is. My and first boyfriend be, um, was also a J name. And see, I was thinking of Christina's Matt. So, oh, <laughs> oh no, a not Christina's Matt. A mutual friend of ours okay. had a shitty piece of shit ex. Yeah, we don't like him. We never liked him. Extra no, shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extra shitty. Like I was on Bumble in college, and his profile popped up. And Ew. Bumble only works where, like, unless the person's like active within like three weeks. Yeah then their profile's not gonna pop up and I sent her screenshots and she's like oh that was from before we started dating like he doesn't use it anymore and I'm like bitch yikes think again yeah he was definitely actively cheating on her yeah but then we'd get mad at her for going out no thank you but anyway I digress Uh, yeah, so that was just, like, the straw that broke the camel's back. She's like, my life sucks. I'm gonna play Panic. Um, and she was even gonna tell him she loved him that day, but alas. Oh, no! That makes it worse! And, uh, so Natalie's really pissed that Heather decided to play, uh, and Bishop is really worried. He doesn't think this is a good idea, but Heather, um, makes a pact with Natalie that if either of them win, they'll split the money. Um, that doesn't seem feasible, but okay. I feel like this is going to break them up is what I mean. Like, they're going to get in a fight. Well, Natalie, um, just letting you know right now, is, like, one of the most hateful characters I've ever read. She's so fucking annoying. But our other main character, moving on, uh, <laughs> he also doesn't have the best home life. His name is Dodge. Uh, his father left his family years ago, and now it's just him, his single mom, and his older sister, Dana. They live in a house behind the diner Dodge's mom works at. Um, and his, over the years, his family's moved around a lot. And his sister, Dana is paralyzed from the waist down. Any guesses why? Oh, the because panic? Of the joust. Because of the joust! So Look at me, yeah. I've been listening. <laughs> yeah, so two years ago, Dana played Panic. She was in the final two, and because of the joust, she ended up paralyzed. Uh, ever since then, uh, jo- Dodge has been out for revenge, so that's why he's playing Panic. Because the guy who beat his sister in Panic, um, his name is Luke, his younger brother, Ray who is in Dodge's class, is also competing in Panic this year, and he is out to get Ray. He is going to make it his... um, He he is determined to get to the final two. Paralyze him? Yeah, final two. Well, he said to get to the final two with Ray and Joust, whether it's, like, to paralyze him or even kill him if he needs to. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. So how do they decide who wins the Joust if neither of them swerve away? They, like, just just crash cars. And they just die. I don't think that's ever happened before. Maybe that's why. I'm just... 
I just feel like this is a bad, like, probably, like, the worst way you could have a final. Because, like, I know some pretty stubborn people who would be like, no, I'm winning. I don't care. I mean, I'm crashing this car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- fair enough. But I guess because it's only been going on for seven years, it just hasn't happened yet. Who knows? They, do they have two guys in the finals? Because I, I'm sorry sense. to say it, but makes seems sense. like seems like a guy thing. Uh, also, can we just acknowledge how in almost every single one of these main character families, the dad leaves? Yep. There is no dad. Did did someone hurt Lauren? <laughs> is this like her own, like, honey? I'm trying to remember if there's like a dad figure in Delirium. I don't think there is. I don't remember. Uh. I don't think there is. I read that. Oh, I listened to the audiobook of that whole series, and I was like, this is so dumb. I don't know why I wasted <laughs> my time. <laughs> I feel you. I feel like I did read them all, but I remember not being happy about the last one. I, th- I think she, I thought she picked the wrong person. Yeah. The wrong guy, yes. of course. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to name one. their names, because couldn't tell you, but... Exactly. <laughs> when did you guys read it? Because I feel like it would have maybe been different if you had read it when it first came out. No, or... I read it back in, like, 2013. I... Okay, I was just curious if it was, like... No, no, I read it as a, a teenager. No, so I, I was definitely. I read, it, mm, I read it a little later. I think I read it maybe around 2017, 2018. Yeah, mm. I read it, like, peak of, like, the demographic, and I was just like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when I read this book, so... I was the same age as them. Which is weird. And, like, going back, it's so strange reading this book now as opposed to reading it when I was their age. I'm like, damn, I'm old, and this sucks. And <laughs> mood. <laughs> and Big mood. Also, like, I feel like this book was so much more intense when I read it the first time. And I don't know if that's because I'm, I know what's going to happen for the most part. Or I love that bottle open. Uh, Thanks. You know, fun fact. <laughs> I bought the bottle opening sound at the end yeah. of our podcast. You bought yeah. it? I just fucking recorded it. I love it. It was like five bucks. That's so I just went funny. back and looked. I just looked up when I read Delirium, and it's December 22nd, 2013. Oh my god, you're fucking good reads. Yep. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to look up mine, too. I was like, I'm gonna I bet you. going to empty out this bottle. And then I read. Yeah, 2017. I was right. Love that for us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and by the way, Dodge has a huge crush on Natalie, and he has for a long time. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't really have any friends. He's a loner, so he's just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do this. I'm doing this for my sister. Uh, his sister, Dana, actually kind of convinced him to play Panic for her. Wow, she sounds like a shitty person. Yeah, so that, <laughs> it kind of sucks. Um, also, why do I get the feeling that everyone's going to find out Dodge has a thing for Natalie, so one of his tasks is going to be to, like, make out with her or something. I don't know. So, this summer, about 30 kids play Panic. Um, And for the first official challenge, they all get an anonymous text from a burner phone. Uh, Bishop drives Heather and Natalie to the location of the first challenge. Um, Fun fact about Bishop, he's really into cars. He's always repairing and messing around with old and used cars. That'll kind of come into play later. Um, But the first challenge is to walk across a wooden plank between two water towers 50 feet in the air. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, my vertigo says, no, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there 
um, just a side note, there's always more spectators who show up for the challenges to watch in the beginning of the summer, and they kind of just, like, trickle down over time, and it becomes less and less. Um, anybody's allowed to watch, not just, like, seniors, so anybody from the high school. Um, so Matt, Heather's ex-boyfriend, is there to watch already with a new girl. Um, Ugh! <laughs> which, oh, my gosh. Traded by Olivia Rodrigo. It took to go date her. <laughs> I told you that's the best song on the album. It is really good. Um, but yeah, that makes Heather very uncomfy, and she's also uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also really uncomfortable um, by the fact that Bishop's girlfriend Avery's there as well, and she feels jealous. Um, so yeah, over time, just just so you know, like throughout the book, Heather kind of realizes she's had a thing for Bishop, and she kind of like falls for him. Um, so that was, like, the first thing where she was like, oh, why am I feeling this way? Um, so then Heather... I was really hoping Bishop would be gay. (laughs) Just, like, the irony of him having a, like, Catholic title name. He honestly kind of gives... I I was kind of wondering if he was, like, he gave me that vibe, but I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) I guess not. Um... So Heather, Dodge, and Natalie all successfully complete the challenge. Um, one player, his name is Zev. These these names are so weird. Um, Especially for a small town in upstate New York. I, I, know. I promise I'm you, like, why? all of them would have some sort of a biblical Catholic name. <laughs> well, Bishop for one, but or like some sort of Christian. Yeah, like, I would not say Catholic name. for sure. Zev. Zev, he yeah, he actually almost falls down um, when he's going across. He's one of the players because Ray, the stupid asshole that Dodge is out to get, he throws a rock at him when he's up there. Rude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but that's really funny. It is. Wait, so then uh, Zev gets down and then uh, a fight breaks out between the two of them, which causes a huge commotion. The crowd goes crazy. A big like mob surrounds them um natalie falls down in the process she and then someone steps on her ankle which is really tough i just like a picture every movie where someone breaks an ankle and that cracking sound and having someone being someone that's experienced that sensation twice it hurts and now my body hurts so now we numb it with With inside alcohol. alcohol That's right. Because as gr- the great Nick Miller said on New Girl, you treat outside wounds with rubbing alcohol and inside wounds with drinking alcohol. That's right. That's very smart. Mm-hmm. He's a smart man. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Bartenders are very wise. Uh, that's true. <laughs> they, make, they make good therapists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then... When Natalie falls down, um, Dodge comes to the rescue and helps Heather um, grab Natalie and they get out of there before the cops come because they hear sirens coming now. Um, So the three of them find an old pump house to hide in since Bishop and his car are nowhere to be found. He just like dipped and he was like, peace out. Asshole. (laughs) And so um, basically the three of them talk for a little bit. They have a little bonding moment, so on and so forth. Um, and, like, Dodge is just living right now because Natalie is talking to him. Um, and, like, a side note, Aww. a side note, um, 
there was like a flashback where he was remembering one time there was like um, a party at, at a bonfire and Natalie was really drunk. And Not the bonfire. <laughs> I know. Wait, oh and then Natalie <laughs> Natalie called him Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that man's would be like, I'm changing my name right now. Yeah. It is Dave from now on, which is way better than Dodge. So Honestly, yes. Makes me think of Dodger. Makes yeah. me think of Dodge, the car company, makes me think and all of... their pickup trucks because they're in the middle of <laughs> fucking nowhere. Makes me think of the verb Dodge. <laughs> See, we all have very different ideas yeah. of where this name came from. <laughs> um, okay, so oh, the next day, Dodge talks to Dana about the challenge, and um, the this guy who works at the diner with their mom, Ricky. Um, I think he's from Italy. Because uh, he has, he doesn't really speak English well, but he has a crush on Dana, and they've been like spending more and more time together, which kind of annoys Dodge. And Dana tells Dodge that this guy, his name is Little Kelly, because his father is Big Kelly, even though Little <laughs> Little Kelly is like not little at all. He's like six five and Love that. huge. Um, but he says she says that uh, Little Kelly is going through the their dumpster behind the diner, and he's like. Okay, I guess I'll go tell him to, to leave. So, Little Kelly is the son of the retired police chief of 30 years, um, and that's Big Kelly, uh, Bill Kelly, to be more specific. Um, so, Little Bill and Big Bill. Um, oh, little Bill. Yes. Oh, no. Yikes. Is I he know. a bad guy? Let's be honest. Is he a bad guy? No, not really. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, that would have just been no. Perfect. It's just sad because little Kelly, he's kind of just been fucked up in the head since he was in Afghanistan, and oh. so that's why that's why he's like rummaging around in the dumpster and stuff like that. So, uh, Dodge goes out there to just scare him away, just have him leave. And um, when he does that, he finds that Natalie has come over to his house to visit him. Um, she's there. To convince Dodge that if either of them win panic, they should split the money together. So now Natalie has a deal with Heather and Dodge, and that's why she's a terrible person. You know, get out of here. Yeah. Moira Kelly is on the show. Sorry, I'm looking at the cast list to kind of like build a visual in my mind. Oh, okay. And Moira Kelly was the iconic Karen Rowe from One Tree Hill. And she was on The West Wing. But I digress. I don't know her. She's playing a Spanish woman, which does mm. not... Okay. Doesn't make any sense, but okay. Unless she's married to someone of Latin roots. Her last name is Cortez on the show. Oh. So. Natalie's last name is Valdez. I think she is some, like, Latin of some sort. So, Latina. Um, mm. But in... Did I say in the show? In the book. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so... Then Dodge questions her, and he's like, why should I do that? And she tells him she it's because she knows he's good at the game, and he knows stuff about the game because his sister's played before, so she just thinks that they'd be good allies. He basically is just like, all right, and he agrees to partner with her, and she kisses him on the cheek, blah, blah, blah. She's, like, so using him, but... I was going to say, what yeah. does he get out of this? I know. Like... I know. It's because he likes her. That's basically why. Man, they really be thinking with the wrong head. Right? Holy. (laughs) (laughs) As a great Moira Kelly would say, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. I don't think that's relevant, but okay. (laughs) She has to get over Natalie. 
Oh. By getting under someone else. Okay, okay, okay. Understood. Um, mm -hmm. While this is all going on, uh, back to Heather. After the first challenge, uh, she's fired from her job from Walmart because she overslept after the, oh. after the challenge that's why Eek. and so uh immediately after that i think it was like in the parking lot of the walmart or something like that she's approached by this big dog um who starts like licking her and is like re really happy the dog's name is muppet which i think is really cute oh that's really cute that uh, is really cute and uh the dog's owner is an old lady named ann and ann she's like i just get a good vibe from you my dog likes you i'm going to offer you a job and she's like, okay, sweet. And That's a little sketch. Yeah. Um, but Anne is actually, like, a really sweet lady. It does sound really sketch, but... Um, so Anne has a, uh, has a large property, and she owns a lot of animals that she takes care of, and she asks Heather to uh, just help take care of them with her. And so she has a lot of animals, you know. She has chickens. She has pigs. She has two tigers. You know, uh yeah. Uh, Carol Baskin? Yeah. yeah I do? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so relevant now. <laughs> Back then, like, Lauren Oliver knew what was going to be popular. She really did. She, is she psychic? Mm? Yeah. yeah. Ma'am? Ma'am? Excuse me? <laughs> so those are just uh, just a few of the animals that Anne owns. Um, she just talks to Heather about how her late husband Larry really loved animals. They were really in love, and it was really sweet and kind of sad. But uh, yeah, that's Anne. And so Heather um, starts to look up to Anne as like a, a parental figure, and um, it's kind of sad because of her own home life. Uh, but. That's the story for that. And then the next... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do... You think I'm good at segues. I'm really not, but... <laughs> I kind of just ignore them. Like, if it's relevant later, I'm like, okay, remember this? And now look over here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Remember this, and now look over here. Back to uh, the next challenge. So the next challenge was that Friday night, Bishop drove the four of them, Dodge, Heather, and Natalie... Uh, to the challenge, and they devise a plan. So, this challenge um, has to do with this man named Trigger Happy Jack. He is uh, basically a drunk who really likes guns, and he's an angry man, and he has, a, like, a bunch of guard dogs, um, and he doesn't like people on his property. So he's, like, basically, like, the get-off-my-lawn man. Um, yeah. And the, the basic... Every good book needs one of those. Oh, of course. Right? Exactly. So the challenge is to sneak into his house and retrieve a souvenir in the middle of the night. So steal... Breaking and entering and stealing. Yes. Burglary. This is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And, like, basically every summer of Panic, the cops are always trying to find... the kids who are playing and just shut it down but they haven't really of course they haven't really been successful um yikes yeah so uh what was i gonna do oh so wait are all the other challenges different except for the joust at the end okay every year uh oh so what i didn't mention is the challenges like the first half of the summer they're all group challenges that everybody does mm -hmm. together but once it, it gets down to like the final 10 or so then it becomes right. individual challenges for each of the like survivor each of the players yeah <laughs> oh we'll God. have that conversation later do not distract her oh my gosh that makes me well, so happy that you reference survivor though so and uh, the there is a bonus point 
that someone can get if they're able to go into the gun room and steal what is in the drawer of his desk, which is just, like, another gun. A gun. A gun, obviously. And in the gun room? In the gun with room. the candlestick? It was <laughs> Colonel Sanders or whatever? Mustard! Whatever. <laughs> but my question is, they have these anonymous judges. Yeah. Who I'm assuming have to be present yes. for each challenge they to award the points. They are. Okay, so then how the fuck do you not figure it out if it's slowly dwindling down and people hanging out for these challenges? It's pretty easy to I, see who's showing up over and over again. And there's still a bunch of them, but that is a very good point. Um, Logic. Sus- <laughs> suspend your disbelief here, man. It's a book. Exactly, Everyone? Francesca. Everyone needs to hire me when they're writing books. You're like, no, literally, you're like my mom. She does the same thing. She's like, this doesn't make sense. And why are they doing this? And and I'm like, mom, it's a movie. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hire me and I'll be like, we need to work out these kinks because this does not make sense. Yeah. And then you can have like later on, oh, they hang out in the trees. They have to like climb a tree and watch so nobody sees them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like... Make it harder for me, people. Right. That's all I'm saying. I really am my mother's daughter. Alicia and I had this conversation. Fair again. enough. Yeah, mom did the exact same fucking thing as I did. And I was like, <laughs> wow. This is where we're at in my life. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So um, the plan was for Dodge to um, be the only one to go in the, to the house and get three souvenirs. One for Heather, one for Natalie to make things easier. Uh, but for some fucking reason, Heather wants to go into the house, too. So she goes and gets the, the gun, <sighs> the gun from the gun room. Um, and there's a commotion and Happy Jack is out there shooting his gun and the dogs are out. And it's like chaos. Um, but. Eventually, the three of them all get out alive, Uh, but Bishop has the car. They all get out, so the three of them pass the challenge. What they do is they text a picture of the souvenir to the burner phone, and that's how they know that they succeeded. And uh, Heather's like, well, what do I do with this gun? I really don't want it. And then Dodge is like, "Uh, no, not Dodge. Throw it out the window. No, (laughs) exactly, no. But then Bishop's like, I'll take care of it. Give it to me. And so she puts it in his glove box. Um, oh, I don't like that. No. Yeah. That is Bishop's going to murder somebody. That is a federal offense, my guy. Right? Not only is that stealing a firearm, it is also possessing a firearm without a permit. So in the in the upcoming week or weeks, whatever, um, pink, pink bedding slips start to go around the town um, throughout the kids. Um, and they're... And at this point, there is a third of the players who were, um, are there since the beginning. So now there's like 10 people left, including Dodge, Heather, Natalie, and Rick. Uh, and so the four of them, Dodge, Heather, Natalie, and Bishop, they go on this group outing to the mall. Uh, and Natalie has some kind of audition for commercial acting at the mall. So she does that. And then she comes back. She doesn't get the part, but she's approached by this talent agent, which is really, like, really sketch. Um, And in the meantime, after that, like, Dodge and Natalie go their separate ways. Uh, Heather and Bishop go their separate ways, and they're doing their own thing. Um, Dodge gets a text from Luke, the guy who paralyzed his sister. uh, And Luke is, like, just telling him to leave his family alone. Um, Luke can kiss my ass. Yeah. Also, Bishop isn't even in the running for this money. Someone needs to give him, like, 10K of this. Because he is just carrying the team at this point. With his There's car. my thought. With his car. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listen, not everybody had a car in high school. As I said, mm-hmm. I took the bus all four years. I had a car in high school. Yeah. Oh, eat me. I'm uh, for it, too. I did not. No, my I My minivan is free, so... I just I got complain. my car this past year, so... Yes! Yeah. 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 Yes, you did. Thank you. My minivan is from 2006 and used to pick me up when I was in elementary school. Nice. I'd love to see it. Mine was a 1999 Geo Prism. It was a stick shift. Ooh. Ooh, you fancy bitch. Mm-hmm. It was not a fancy car. It had <laughs> 240,000 miles on it. <laughs> it's like stick shift. That's why. I don't know how to sh- drive stick shift. Me either. Could be me. No. Nope. Oh. I have no idea. I dropped my ring. So, Natalie and Dodge, they have a little moment. And uh, Natalie kisses Dodge, so now they're kind of an item. Ugh, get away Ew. from him. I know, exactly. Actually, it's no. Disgusting. He can do better. He can. So true. Not gonna lie, I do love a good revenge plot, and he's just giving it to me. Right? <laughs> I love Dodge. He's great. Um, Minus his name. <laughs> Minus his name. So... Heather, uh, around this time, I forget if it's during this scene or uh, next scene, uh, Heather finds out Bishop broke up with his girlfriend, and she's surprised to find out how happy she is about it. Um, And again, like, the three of them, like, Bishop, Natalie, and Heather, they've been friends since they were really little. And, yeah, so just Heather realizes she's starting to have some feelings for Bishop. Since we've been new. I know, exactly. Can you catch up? (laughs) She's like, oh, wow, this is such a shock to me. (laughs) Um, The next challenge for all the players was to spend the night in the Graybill house, which was rumored to be haunted. Uh, This is my town. Like, literally. Really? Yeah, we have, like, a a house that's claimed to be haunted. That's so funny. Mm -hmm, People would sneak into it. Lauren, Lauren Oliver based it on your town. That's it. I firmly believe it. Yeah. Uh, so the longer a player stays in the house, the higher their score. So the first people out of the house, they're basically disqualified and they're out of the running. This would be like if you got dared to spend a night in the Amityville Horror House, Mm. which is about like a half an hour from my house. Um, fun. Okay. Quick, 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 quick side story. My uncle, Steve, who listens to this podcast. Oh yeah. Shout out Steve. Shout out Uncle Steve. Hi Steve. He... And his friend took their prom dates to the Amityville Horror House. And they're like, look at it. Look, isn't that cool? And they're like, okay. Oh my gosh, that's the hottest thing a guy could do for me. And then he pretended like the car wouldn't start. (laughs) And pretended like it wouldn't go. And they started freaking out. That's something you would do. That's so scary. (laughs) I'd be freaked out. I hate that. I would just start screaming, but I would also be the perpetrator. Which is how you know the two of us are related. Exactly. No, I hate okay. that. Yeah. I, I hate haunted houses. I hate scary movies. No, thank you. Uh, so, um, before the challenge starts, Heather has her suspicions that the challenge is too easy and there has to be like something more to it. Um, but they all go along with it anyway. And actually, Heather ends up being right because um, while the three of them end up falling asleep in one of the rooms in the house, uh, they're woken up to find out the house is on fire. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? There's a bunch of, like, smoke in the house, and it's a big deal, and all of the main players here, all of our crew, end up escaping, and they're fine. Um, but Heather and Natalie end up in the hospital for smoke inhalation. Uh, Heather's mom doesn't visit her at the hospital. Because she's, she's a great mom. 
and uh, <laughs> cops are really cracking down now on the situation. And little Bill Kelly died in the fire. <gasps> no, yeah, little Bill. Actually, um, it originally I could do without the character of little Bill. Yeah, I mean, the cartoon character, not the book character. No, no, I agree. I agree. I know exactly what you're talking about. Thanks, hon. So it originally appeared that Little Bill died because of the fire, um, because he had hidden out in the basement at one point. I just get to, um, I think it was raining at the time, that's why, just to hide out and keep warm or or whatever. Um, But later on in the book, we find out he didn't die because of the fire, but because of a drug overdose, and he would just happen to be in the house Uh, when it happened. Yeah. Uh, yikes. So, uh, Dodge and Heather, <laughs> Dodge and Heather are interrogated by the police, but nothing really comes of it. Um, but because of the situation, it appears that panic is over for the summer. Um, things are, got, have gotten way too out of hand. All the kids are scared, but Dodge will not accept it. He's like, I will get my comeuppance and I will make this happen. <laughs> Uh, so he approaches Ray at Ray's house um, to ask for help um, in restarting the game because he knows Ray wants to continue as much as Dodge does, even though they're like mortal enemies. So Ray agrees to help him. And what they do is they proceed to create their own individual challenges for the other players. Wait, what? So they're the ones taking over for the anonymous judges now? Uh, but, like... Yes, it's kind of like, just like they're, um, what's, what's the phrase? <laughs> you see your face? <laughs> These guys are just forcing their hands for the judges to continue. They're like, we're going to keep doing this until you like start the game again. So, so we're just going to keep doing the most wild and illegal shit we can think of until you start giving us to points. other people, not to ourselves, to other people. Uh, oh my gosh! Other Tell plays. me you're a man without telling you're a man. <laughs> <sighs> um. So yeah, they do it. They do it for like two or three other players, um, something like that. I forget what exactly they did for the individual challenges for these people, but they were pretty, pretty like fucked up. And they all, all the people that they did these individual challenges for ended up not succeeding and they were disqualified. Um, so then the judges decide to recommence the games because of that. Um, it's, and afterwards, um, okay. So this is where my notes kind of get a little more, uh, not as good. Uh, <laughs> mood. <laughs> Um, so at one point when Heather is working at Anne's house, um, she gets a text from her sister or like a call. I forget if it's like a missed call or a text from her sister, Lily, um, saying that I need you ASAP. You need to come home. Um, Lily was at the library at the time. And when Heather goes to the library, she sees that Lily isn't there. And I think, um... I think her mom was supposed to pick her up or something. And at that point, it's like a downpour of rain and it's freezing outside. And so she doesn't find her at the library. Heather goes home to the trailer park to find Lily sitting outside the house in the pouring rain, freezing. And she's like, I don't want to go in there. I'm scared. And Heather's like, I'll take care of it. And so she comes in to find her mom, her stepfather and her mom's friends, friend, like coked out ridic- oh, no. ridiculous like 
the the mom told Lily to play outside. And That's rude. Yeah, it's just so they can just keep doing their bullshit. And Heather has, uh, has at least had- share. <laughs> I mean, come on. Teach a kid to share. This is why I don't have kids. Yet. No, but they're even, they're doing coke off of, off of Lily's own, like, kid, kitty plate. Like, it's not okay. Bro. That's fun. Are they using one of her Monopoly dollar bills? Probably. that would be even funnier. Probably. Probably. I'm giving the writers for this show so much content. Right. Come on. (laughs) Really sell it. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. So Heather loses it. She's so pissed. She takes the plate and throws it across the room. And she's like, what are you doing? They're a ter- terrible mom. And her mom gets so pissed. And she's screaming at Heather. And she's saying, leave, leave my house. Get out of here. Uh, and so she does. And she takes Lily. And she's like, we're leaving. She t- like takes a bag of stuff. And she takes her mom's car. And she basically steals her mom's car. And she leaves the trailer park. And now, basically, Heather and Lily are homeless and living in their own... That's exactly what I was thinking! I know you were. I knew you were. That was some girl boss energy! Yes! (laughs) Yeah, so I was proud of her at that point, but she basically has no place to go right now. Um, She goes... She um, At night, she parks out on this street called Meth Row, which is not... That does not bode ideal. well. No, it's not ideal. No. Um, so she, what she does is she drives in the middle of the night, and then she parks and leaves the car there. So in the day, so nobody would see the car and see that it's stolen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, moving on, there are seven players left in the game at this point. Um, and the next challenge is a doozy. It is to, you know, run across the highway, one of the highways, uh, in the shortest amount of time. Whoever has the longest time is out of the game. Uh, but the catch is you're doing it blindfolded. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I can barely walk with both eyes open. And you are asking me to cover my eyes? (laughs) This is where I dip out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so when that happens, basically Natalie has the um, longest amount of time, so she's disqualified at that point. And none of them get hit. None of them get hit. Wow. Some of them back out and decide not to do it, and that's why they get disqualified. But all of them are are pretty good. And I think Heather has the shortest amount of time, so good on her. Like a boss, like, I'm telling you. She is a girl boss. Heather is amazing. She definitely joined, like, Monet after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Selling terrible hair care product. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone that sells Monet, but honey, let us help you. Okay, so next is Natalie's birthday party. She has a birthday party at Bishop's house. Um, oh, also, Bishop also only has one parent, except it's his dad. So... Bishop and his single father um, living at his house and they have the party at his house and Natalie is plastered uh, and she ends up getting in this big fight with Heather. She's like, why did you uh, join Panic to begin with? This is all your fault. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and basically Heather's like, the deal's off. We're not splitting the money anymore. And then... Eat a bag of poo. Yeah. And then Natalie has a fight with Dodge. Um, 
basically, like, he got her this necklace for her birthday, and he saved money, and it was so sweet, uh, and then... And she's like, we just fucking? <laughs> right? Basically. Yikes. Um, He's a pick-me boy, I can feel it. Yeah. And he just says something, I don't know, that, like, triggers her, and she's like, we're not even a thing, you know, like, I'm seeing somebody else. Uh, <gasps> she's, she's like... Honey, that could get you murdered. Yeah. <laughs> it could. As a woman, woman to woman, that could get you killed. Yeah. So she's like, I'm seeing somebody else. We're not even a thing. I don't know why you like me. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, uh, um, she's, he's like, is it that uh, talent agent guy? Like, well, like, did you, and he, like, does a low blow, and he's like, did you really have to spread your legs for him to, <gasps> to, to get, get, like, in the business oh gosh, of acting? These- they are not pulling any punches. No. Either of them. But then, like, she looks really guilty, and he's like, you did. You did sleep with him. And she <gasps> and she did. Oh, my gosh. Miss girl, he is just grooming you and using you. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I hate to see it. It's bad. So, meanwhile, uh, Heather and Bishop have some alone time during the party. They go on, like, Bishop's trampoline in his backyard, and they're just talking, and they have a moment, and uh, Heather goes in for the kiss. And Bishop is very responsive, but then he also uh, gets very hesitant, and he's looking at her, and he's like, Heather, wait, we can't. And she doesn't really give him a chance to explain, and she's like, forget it, you don't like me, and she basically runs away. Oh, no. And he's like, no, it's not that simple. You need to understand. And she's like, bye-bye. Peace out. Um, Oh, no. And, um, yeah. And, oh, all meanwhile, this is, like, so disjointed, but side note, um, Dodge's mom starts dating Big Kelly. And it's kind of like he's really sus about the whole thing, and he's, like, really not happy with Dodge, and so that... After like, his kid just died, he's just gonna go and date this woman? Yeah, basically, well, because, like, she... It's a little weird. Yeah, she... The, Dodge's mom was, like, he just lost his son, like, we need to be really nice to him and be there for him, and it just, like, came from that. Um... Just seems a little quick. Yeah. Then, one of the players gets disqualified from the game before the next challenge because he beats up Diggin, the announcer, um, for information about the judges. And they're like, okay, he's out. Natalie is back in. Back in the game. So, at that point, nobody has to deal with anybody. Everybody's playing for themselves. Love to see it. And let's see. It's like in Survivor, when you get down to, like, the final, like, four. Yeah. There's, like, all bets are off, really. Yeah, which is basically what it is. I think it it is down to the final four now. Something like that. Five or four. Later, Heather goes back to Bishop's house to confront him and just talk to him about the whole situation. And Mm. and she has Lily wait in the car. She goes to talk to Bishop. When she gets to Bishop's house, there's another girl there. Um, And... Her name is Vivian. She's kind of been watching the the games the whole summer, too. Um, she, but Heather was always just, like, curious. She's like, she never was really interested in, like, being friends with anybody or watching the game, so why is she watching the game now, blah, blah, blah. And she's at Bishop's house. And then Heather jumps to conclusion, and she's like, oh, I get it. You're with her now, and that's why you didn't want to be with me. They have a fight. Bishop tries to explain. She dips. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Oh, I need to make sure that this is on. Okay. And now we're on to act three. I kind of divided it, like, divided it into three acts. That's why. Um, okay, so then Dodge, meanwhile, gets this text from his sister, uh, like, meet us at the hospital. It's really important. He freaks out. Oh, no. He freaks out. He gets to the hospital, and um, basically, Dana and their mom were with the physical therapist, and Dana's really excited because her toes moved. <gasps> and she's like, oh, my toes moved, everything's good. And, like, um, Dodge isn't as excited as the other ones. He's like, basically, like, don't give yourself a false sense of hope. Like, this is just like nothing and he kind of just gets pissed because his mom's in a relationship his sister is in a relationship he and he's doing panic for her and he feels like they don't care um and he's just like really frustrated by the whole thing and dana's like you're the one who always told me to to still have hope like why are you acting this way and then she's like i really don't think it's a good idea for you to keep doing panic i think you should drop out and he's like are you kidding me i did this for you i did this for us like what is going on so he's really mad and then again, in the pouring rain, he stomp, storms out. He doesn't have a car. He has nowhere to go. So he's just like trapped in the rain, walking home. And he's like, fuck it, I'll walk home. Um, and then. Drop everything down. <laughs> me, me, me in, in the, the pouring rain. rain. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention earlier, Alicia. Yeah. That shirt. I love it. Iconic. I don't know where mine went for my Speak Now tour. It's but an it's a ridge. It's an a ridge from from the concert back when I was like fourteen. My first Taylor Swift concert was red, so that's my t- oh. my t shirts only go that far back. Love that my for you t-shirt, still. I have one t shirt and it's from the Speak Now tour. Yeah, we had really good seats for that tour. We went all the way to Connecticut for that shit. Anyway. I digress. So while this is going on and Dodge decides to walk home in the pouring rain, uh, Heather has to stop by the gas station with Lily to get gas and just pick up some stuff from the drugstore. And she has Lily wait in the car. She goes into the um, convenience store at the gas station. She sees that a police officer is talking to the guy at the counter. She gets really paranoid. She kind of, like, stiffens up and pretends she's not there. Um, And he talks to um, the... She goes to get, get her stuff, and then the cop is like, Hey, hey, I'm talking to you. And he's like, Have you heard of the game Panic? And she's like... No. Meanwhile, everybody in the town has heard of, heard of panic. And, right. And he's like, yeah, there's a lot going on right now. He's like, I'm surprised you're not playing. Everybody plays. And she's like, not everybody. And that kind of, like, gave her away that she did know what panic was. Um, and he was like, what's your name? And then she gave him the first name she thought of, which was Vivian, which was the girl she found at Bishop's house. Um, hmm. Oh, no. And then he's like... All right, whatever. You have a good day, Vivian. She's like, phew, coast is clear. But when she gets out of the convenience store, um, Lily is at the side. She's gone. She's gone. She's, <laughs> she's gone, but then she turns and she, she sees, uh, she hears Lily calling for her, and Lily is inside. Kidnapped. No, she's inside of a police car. Um, and she's like, you know your car, the police officer's like, you know your car is stolen, right? And she's like, she's like, it's my, she's like, it's my mom's car. And he's like, well, it's stolen. She says it's stolen property. I'm going to have to give it back to her. You guys are going to have to come to the police station, blah, 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 go home. And she's like, she, can I at least have my phone call? And he's like, you're not under arrest. And she's like, I know that. 
Um, and so basically she calls the first person she thinks of, which is Anne. So she calls Anne to um, just help with the situation. Anne ends up helping her. Now um, the car gets returned to their mom, but in the meantime, Lily and Heather are staying at Anne's house now till the situation calms down and her mom is like really angry about the whole thing and she's like she stole my babies blah 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 like, oh eat me I know right maybe you shouldn't be doing coke ma'am exactly yeah at least use the hundred dollar bill from the monopoly set and come have, on have your daughter freeze in the pouring rain like not right okay. listen maybe she wanted to live out a Taylor Swift music video you don't know her life <laughs> I know Alicia did that at one point hmm nah, nah, yep yep I've definitely, Probably. I've definitely ran in the rain before, you know, not going to lie. Um, okay. Ah, now here's the good part. Um, so as Dodge is, um, walking home, he realizes that he's close to Bishop's house and he's like, oh, um, I really want to get it out of this rain. I'm going to go to, to Bishop and ask him if I could just hang out at his place until everything dies down. He goes there. Bishop's not home. He goes to the garage. His garage is open. Bishop's garage. And <laughs> wait, don't say anything. I... Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Okay, I knew it. I'm like, I'm surprised Francesca hasn't got it yet. Um, so he goes to the garage to see if Bishop's there. Bishop isn't there, but the door is open. He finds this burner phone um, that he uses to that he wants to because his. Uh, Dodge's phone is about to die and so he decides to call Bishop Bishop doesn't answer hit the phone he decides to text Bishop and that's when he's looking at the texts in the phone he realizes these are the texts that have been sent to the players throughout the summer dun 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 I knew it <laughs> you just got it though <laughs> right before no, why do you think I've been going like this, like, the entire time? You haven't said it until this this point? You just... But, like, this is, like, what solidified the whole thing. Yeah. Like, mm, and then, it? And I, then it was like, oh, it yeah, is. I, I was right. I love when I'm right. Mm -hmm. As we know. Um, basically, and then Dodge gets a closer look around the garage, and there's, like, all different kinds of supplies that have been used throughout the summer for all the different challenges of panic, and uh, it kind of just, like, clicks into place for him. And then... Bishop comes in the door, and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And Dodge is like, you're a judge. Like, this is you. You're the, you're a judge. Like, what the hell? What's going on? He's like, you're, you, you're doing this to your best friends? Like, what's wrong with you? Um, and he's like, you don't understand. I had to do this. I have my reasons. Um, do the judges get paid? Yes. The, judge, the judges get a cut of the pay every summer. I was gonna ask that because I was like, "Oh, that kind of sucks." Like, if you wanted to play and then you get picked as a judge, you're like, "I can't win this money now." Like, yeah. no, the judges get. A, I don't. I don't remember what percentage, but they definitely get a cut of the pay, and so does the announcer. Um, that's Feels why. like a little interference. Like one of the judges is helping the contestant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, that's the this thing. Feels like a little bit of nepotism. I know it's hard. Well, because that's then Bishop explains. He's like, "That's why I didn't want Heather to play because." Um, because I didn't want to do that to her. And, um... He's and like, fuck Natalie. I know, fuck Natalie. <laughs> he's like... Yeah, oh. we can do that to her all day. He's like, I've been trying to help them the whole summer. Like, this this has been really hard on me. You have no idea. Blah, blah, blah. And so, Dodge is right. He's like, okay, whatever. Um, you're a judge. 
now you're gonna help me do something. And yeah. Yeah, so basically Dodge is like, I have a plan, you're gonna help me with my plan or else I'm gonna expose you. That's oh, it. We love a little bit of extortion and blackmail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh God, this fucking chair. So, um, at this point, each of the players have their individual tra- challenges, right? Um, Dodge ha- Dodge's challenge hasn't happened yet, so he's gonna he tells Bishop, "Pretend like I already did my individual challenge and I won." And he's like, "All right, bet that is a deal. That's fine." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "That's fine." Um, and then he's like, and then, uh, wait. Yeah, so then everybody thinks that Dodge completed his challenge and it was fine. And it's basically like each of the individual challenges are catered to each player and based on their fears. Um, mm-hmm. Like, Dodge is deadly afraid of spiders, so he saw in the garage that there was like a jar full of spiders that were going to be used for him. Um, so, meanwhile... Heather's challenge is up next. Uh, they decide that she is going to be playing Russian roulette. And so <laughs> it's really fucked up. Uh, with like a, an actual gun? With an actual gun. Like the gun that they stole from the old man's house? Yes! Uh, I am. I am. How are you gonna. Good. I mean, I guess if you have a gun like that, mm-hmm. it's just not what most pistols look like nowadays. True. So everybody gathers, and I forget, in, like, this parking lot or this abandoned place. I don't remember. Basically, there's the gun on the table. All Heather has to do is put it to her head and try once, and there is one bullet in the chamber, and that's it. If she she does it, she succeeds, she's good to go, she passes her challenge. These people are insane. But what if she, like, Yeah, dies? literally. That's part of the game. And nobody gets held responsible. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, because, well, as until this point, nobody's known who the judges are, so. This is insane. But, like, who's the second judge? Yeah. Dun, 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 it's, it's the girl that was at Bishop's house. That's why. The, Vivian? The, yeah. Oh, well, that, thanks. That's why they <laughs> that were was spend, easy. That was, they were spending time together. I mean, I, it was, like, revealed at that point when Dodge found... Um, found out Bishop was, so. Ah, okay. Yeah. And so they, um, Dodge and Bishop came up with this plan, so when Heather was about to, you know, do the challenge, um, Dodge storms, Dodge storms in, and he, like, pretends to be mad at Heather, and he's like, you, you told him about this, you told the judges about the spiders, that's, that's why it was used for my challenge, and he's acting really pissed, and then he grabs the gun from her, and everybody's like, oh, what's he gonna do? And he, like, opens the chamber and closes it again, and he's like, I just wanted to make sure that it was in there so she wasn't cheating, and then- Oh, but he took it out? He took the bullet out. Thank goodness. Hey, that's my guy. Thank goodness. Even though your name is Dodge. Yeah. So Heather succeeds in the challenge. Again, she didn't know at the time that Dodge t- took the bullet out, so she was, like, scared shitless, but she did it. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. First of all, your best friend even put the bullet in there? Yeah, rude. Mm-hmm. Messed up. I don't know. That's fucked up. I mean, spoilers, but I don't even know how she could forgive Bishop after that, but, you know. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, when you love somebody... No. Well, later he does reveal that he was he was gonna give his cut of the money to her. That's why. 
That's, oh, I'm sure. That's why he did it in the first place, to help her. But, whatever. I'll talk no action. Now it's up to uh, Natalie's challenge. And Natalie, um, this whole summer, while Heather has been working at Anne's house, she's come over to visit, she's hung out. One of Natalie's greatest fears is tigers. She doesn't want to get anywhere near the tigers. She's deathly afraid of them. So the judges decide that Natalie's challenge is to go inside the pen with the tigers for 10 seconds. Oh, this is not a good idea. I hope they eat her. (laughs) True. Um, (laughs) And Anne is out of town that weekend. Um, That's why it kind of works out. So everybody gathers at Anne's house the night of the challenge um, for it to commence. Natalie is freaking out. She's like took a shot of whiskey to calm her nerves. Heather um, kind of like nice. they kind of put their differences aside at that point and Heather and Natalie make up. And uh, Bishop shows up and he like tries to talk to Heather and he's like, I really need to talk to you. I need to explain. And she's like, there's no- nothing for us to talk about moving on. And... Uh, <laughs> Damn, she's cold-blooded. Right. So then the challenge commences. Uh, they start the timer. Natalie is in there. She begins to cry. She's really scared. Um, earlier in the day, Heather had tried to prepare the tigers by giving them extra food that day. And uh, they kind of... At, at that point, before Natalie went into the, the pen, the tigers were sleeping and weren't really paying attention. But once she was in that pen, they were alert. They started moving around. And she got so scared. And then she ran out. Nine seconds. She needed one more second. <sighs> No. So she was in the pen for nine seconds, so she's disqualified because she needed only Good. one more second to, to stay in there, but she failed. Natalie can go fuck herself. Yeah. She, That's true, but also so close. She failed, and as she should. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Everything's died down. The next morning, Heather wakes up. Lily goes to wake up Heather, and she's like, Heather, Heather, wake up. It's an emergency. She's like, what's going on? She said, the tigers are gone. The The door didn't close when she left? In her state of panic, when she got Natalie back out of the pen, Heather forgot to put the padlock back on. Oh, no. So it's Heather's oopsie. It's Heather's oopsie. (laughs) Heather, you fucked up. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And she was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Um... And while all this is go, there's two tigers, by the way, and both of them are gone. While this is all happening, one of the tigers um, shows up in this guy's backyard. I forget whose backyard it was. It might have been Traker Happy Jacks, um, but the tiger shows up and he starts grabbing at um, the owner's dog. And then the owner freaks out and he has his shotgun and he basically shoots the tiger to death. So that's one of the ones that was found. Um, and. Like, Anne comes home, Heather's really upset, she knows Anne's gonna be so mad, but Anne is like, I'm mad at you, but I forgive you, it's okay, like, I really shouldn't have had the tigers in the first place, it is illegal, (laughs) so, Mm -hmm. uh, makes sense. And, um, also, after that time, Heather's mom shows up to Anne's house at one point, completely plastered, really drunk, and she's like, 
She took my babies away. You guys are coming home right now. You're coming with me. There's a shouting match. And um, because the tigers are loose, there has been a, uh, a patrol car in front of Anne's house this whole time. So the cop hears the commotion. He comes over, like, what's going on? And he, no like, notices right away that Heather's mom is really drunk, and he's like, you're going to have to come with me. And she's like, no way. And she starts to, like, try and hit him, and he's like, you're under arrest for assaulting a police officer. So she... Yes. Heather's Woo! mom gets arrested. There's safe. Wait, a cop doing the right thing? Yeah. Unheard of. <laughs> Oops. I said what I said. <laughs> That's saying in. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm reading the reviews on IMDb about the show too. Oh really? How how are they? Uh, it's got a six point something rating. Oh. Most of them are pretty good. One person said it's a little too Riverdale for me. <laughs> Fair. I could see that. I guess. Yeah, me too. The headline for one of them, one of those teen dramas where the char- teenage characters are played by thirty year olds. A oh, show no. so stupid that I made an account just to give it one star. Bad acting, nonsense storyline, a waste of time. Whoops. Why do these teenagers have more wrinkles than my nan? That day, while they're um, waiting to find out what's going to happen with the tigers, Bishop shows up to Anne's house, and um, Bishop's like, don't be mad at Heather, to Anne. He's like, don't be mad at Heather, it's all my fault. I told her to do it. And she's like, what are you talking, she's like, no, you didn't, what are you talking about? And he's like, yes, I did. Uh, It's true, like, I'm the one who told you, I'm basically saying, I'm a judge, I've been the one who's been doing this this whole time. And Heather is, like, flabbergasted. And she's like, everything clicks into place. And she's like, you've been doing this this whole time? Like, how could you? And he's like, it was the rules. I couldn't tell you. She's like, the rules? Are you kidding me? Like, what the hell is up with this? And um, she she's like, you almost got Natalie killed. You almost got me killed. Like, what the hell is your problem? Um, it's the rules, bitch. Yeah. You best believe Someone... I would have been telling my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Someone literally wrote, I'd rather watch Teletubbies. At least there's a lot of green and bunnies and jumping mascots. Stop it. This is really funny. I'm listening. Okay, and then... um, For the record. Bishop was basically, like, he told... He told Dodge to um, take the bullet out of the chamber before Russian roulette, so he, like, tried... He was basically explaining that even though he was the judge, he tried really hard to make sure she never got hurt, and that's why he didn't want her to play in the first place, because he was playing for her all along. And... Let's see... She and she's like, um, Heather's just like, just leave, just go. Like I have nothing else to say to you. Like, what? Someone, <laughs> someone made the headline. A friend recommended this that I watch this. And the body they were, we aren't friends anymore. Oh Probably for the best. Oh my god, that's so bad. Well, now I don't want to watch it. I want to watch it regardless. Because I like the the concept. It's like a modern day hunger games it is the futuristic aspects it's like let's fight to the death and see who wins all the money right which we all know i love a good death okay (laughs) so i said what i said all right now i basically know the rest of the the ending so now it comes to the joust and uh one thing that dodge asked bishop for 
um, in the meantime was he needs a car. He asked Bishop, and that's why Bishop working on cars all the time comes into play, because he has all these cars. Dodge asks if he can use one, because he doesn't have one of his own. He's like, I need one for the Joust, because it is up to the players to provide their own cars for the Joust. Um, and so the what players left are Dodge, Heather, and Ray. And what Dodge decides to do is, oh, and in, in the meantime, um, Bishop turned himself in. He turned himself into the police. He was like, I did it. I'm responsible for the fire, everything. He doesn't say it's because of panic, but he says, like, I'm the one that set the fire at the house. It's my fault. Ray? No, uh, Bishop. No. Bishop. 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 Okay, okay. I just want to... Bishop turns himself in. Um, he gets community service, which I think is, like, not what? that big of a... He committed <laughs> arson. Yeah. <laughs> And burned a dead body. Granted, he didn't murder the person. Right, exactly. He covered up their actual death. Mm-hmm. Seems a little slim shady to me. Yeah. But even though um, Bishop has is not the judge anymore and he's out and he's not going to get a cut of the money, uh, the game is going to continue with or without him. So when uh, Dodge asks Bishop to borrow a car, uh, Dodge decided that um, when the joust was going to happen and he was going to go against Ray, uh, he was going to ask Ray to switch cars with him. Um, and his excuse was to make sure that his own car wasn't tampered with and that Ray could use his car and he'll use Ray's car and that's how it'll work. But what Dodge wasn't going to tell them is that he was going to tamper with his own car. And that's... Yeah, so... Basically, if Ray used his car, it would uh, freak the fuck out. He has an explosive attached to the accelerator. Whoa! So so if the car went too fast, then the the explosion would go off. We love a good revenge plot. I've been saying this from the beginning. And, And... it's so true, though, because one thing Dodge says in the, in the book is that it's, like, so easy to look up how to make, like, your own expo- explosives. Like, it really is. Yeah. It's so bad. Right. And so that was his plan all along. And in the meantime, he asks Heather to meet up with him because he wants to ask her to basically drop out of the game. He's like, if you if you and me burst each other first in the joust, then I won't go too fast. You swerve out of the way. We're in the clear. This is between me and Ray. And if I win, then you get my cut, um, a cut of my money. So he's like, okay, yeah, that's a fair deal. Um, I make a blood oath for that because I want my cut of the fucking money. Yeah, exactly. So he's just like, Heather, if you drop out, if you lose on purpose, this is what's going to happen. So she agrees with him at the time. She agrees with him and she's like, okay, fine. It is what it is. The The day of the joust, of the challenge. Her boyfriend shows up. Ex boyfriend? Who's. Ex boyfriend. Who, Matt? Matt. Oh, no. Um, Heather tells Dodge that she needs him to meet up with her because Natalie wants to talk to him because Natalie and Dodge haven't made up at this point. And she's like, you need to come over. Natalie can eat a bag of dicks. Right. Literally as they should. I know. I I hate her so much, but, uh, so Heather's like, all right, we're going to go to Natalie's house to talk to her first before the joust. They go into the house and, uh, Natalie's in her basement and 
she's like, she's down there. Just just go talk to her. And he's like, nope, they lock him in, don't they? <laughs> and she's like, I'm down here. Like, come come here. And and then um, so Dodge goes down in the basement. Heather closes the door. The lights turn out. It's dark. Dodge feels someone grabbing him, tying him to a chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, lights turn on, and he finds out that Natalie and Luke were the ones who tied him to the chair and ma- made sure that he was not going to participate in the joust. Excuse Fucking me? Luke? Yeah. What the hell? And Nat- That's weird. Natalie was like, Basically, I know what you're going to do. You're going to try and hurt Ray. This isn't the way to do it. I'm just trying to help you. Yeah, cut his fucking brakes. Don't add explosives <laughs> to his car. At least so make true. it look real. Right? Um, and so that's Because the that. higher he gets, he can't brake. So he's going to have to swerve. So you cut his fucking brakes. Come on. Well, um, but one there's one problem. They None of them know... That Dodge put the explosives in the car. Oh no! Oh, uh, oh shite! And so, <laughs> like Natalie goes with Heather to the joust, and Heather's like, "But I don't have a car. What am I going to do?" And she's like, "Sure, you do. You have the one Dodge was going to use." Uh, Yikes! So the joust happens. Heather is in Dodge's car. Ray is in the other car. The joust commences. They're going full speed at each other. Um, the, basically the brakes cut out, the explosion is about to go off in the car, but out of the corner of their eye, specifically Ray, he sees some kind of figure going across the road, which makes him swerve first. Woo! You love when bad things happen to bad people. And then Heather, seeing that the car is just going to conk out and kill her, she jumps out of the car. Holy shit. And, like, does a tuck and roll kind of thing. Yes. Bend and snap. Yes. Bend and snap. And um, so Heather wins. Heather wins the joust. You know, she has some some cuts and bruises on her, but she's okay. But the figure... But she's not paralyzed. She's not paralyzed, no. But the figure that was in the middle of the road that made Jay swerve... Um, Ray swerve, excuse me, not Jay, uh, was the other, other tiger. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's basically it. Heather wins, and then the book ends, the book ends basically with a summary of what, what happens to the rest of the characters. Uh, Dodge, Heather, Natalie, Bishop, and Lily go on like some kind of picnic, and they go to the lake where the, where the, um, the game first happened, and they go swimming before, um, and it's like October, and then like Bishop goes to college, and he comes home on the weekends, and, um, and Heather is taking acting classes in Albany on the weekends, and, uh... Oh, she part of, um, Keith Raniere's setup? Yikes. <laughs> do, you, do you not know that reference? Honey, you need to go on a deep dive into Nexium after this. What's that? It's a it's cult a sex based cult. out of Albany. Sex cult. Ugh. Sex cult. And a lot of rich and famous people were involved in it. Well, yes. not, I shouldn't say uh, famous people, but they were. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, They're not famous anymore. Interesting. I said what I said. Anyway. Um, 
Okay, so finally, Heather's mom did, like, a 30-day rehab thing, so she's about to get out, and when she gets out, Heather and Lily are probably going to have to go back home or, or do something else, but in the meantime, Heather has that money. You know, she gave some to Dodge, some to Natalie, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, it's like that, the closing scene in Mean Girls where she <laughs> breaks the crown and just throws it into the crown. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And then there's No, just, I keep that shit for myself. Then, I did the hard work. <laughs> I mean, fair, I nearly died fair. like five I think, times. Yeah, I think Heather should have definitely kept it all to herself, but whatever. And basically the book just ends with some kind of bullshit quote about fear, and that's it. Can I just say, you know you're getting old when my first thought was, okay, she got all this money in cash. What kind of taxes is she paying on that? Mm. It's cash, so nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> you don't report it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but then Under you go the table. for tax fraud. Yeah. yeah the Only if they catch you. But I was going to say how Heather gets the money is she has um, a key to a, a lockbox show up in the mail. And that's where the money is. Any any social media you want to plug, Kayla? Uh, Sure. So my Instagram, which I feel like I'm the, the most active on, even though I'm like not super active on social media, is uh, Kayla Elise underscore and it's my name, Kayla, and then my middle name, A-L-Y-S-E, underscore. And then my YouTube channel, which I post on, like, once a year, which is Kayla on, fi- <laughs> Kayla on Fiction. That's it. Hell yeah. We love it. We love inconsistency. Yeah. Thank Keeps you. Keeps us on the edge of our seat. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Branch Toastics. And on Instagram, at Francesca Hope. And Miss Alicia, where can we find you? You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads 13, or on Storygraph, just Alicia Reads. Yay! Thanks for having me, guys. Bye! Bye.